Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ren Presents the Beacon. Uh, I'm actually joined here by one of my old friends. It's been about two or three years since uh, the last time that we spoke or saw each other, not spoke, saw each other. And he recently started his own brand. Yeah, so uh, thank you, Ricky, for having me. My name is CJ Hansen. Uh, I'm the owner of Legends Barbell Club. Sure. <laughs> and that's a uh, combination of a streetwear aesthetic with powerlifting clothing brand. Uh, I've been running it by myself for about a year and a half now, um, and it's been one hell of a ride. It's been a fucking roller coaster, if you ask me, but nothing that I would regret doing. Mm-hmm. Something that I would keep doing until the wheels fall off. Um, and yeah. So I'm actually kind of interested in like why you started the, the brand, or what was part of the reason why you started the brand? Because uh, you find out that like people go to school, they get these large student these large student depths uh then they do this job this profession that they don't even want to do they gotta work a nine to five an office job corporate job and they're just doing it because they feel guilty because either their parents came from a different country to have them a better life or just because like that's a society like you need to go to school to get a good job uh, then no one tells you that you're not gonna fucking like it or not you know you gotta stick with it and fucking suck it up and that's what happens as you kind of like get older, you start to figure yourself out. Like you realize, oh, this nine to five may not be for me. But that's where the trap comes into play. Because by the time you're like 25, 28, you may already be established at your job and you may have like a mortgage to pay and a car bill. Yeah. So you're kind of stuck in a sense. Yeah. And I mean, depending on the person, you can either stay with that nine to five or you can start out a side hustle or whatever it is, a side income that you really want to do. Have that as a passion project at the meantime while you work your nine to five and hopefully you're not, your passion project blows up and hopefully you can make money off of that and quit. So yeah. let me ask you, CJ, because we, we talked about um, Legends Barbell Brigade. Is that correct? Legends Barbell Club. My bad. Legends Brigade. Barbell Club. Yeah, it's, I'm not too familiar with it yet, but no, you're good. yeah, you talk about it being your passion project and how mm-hmm. you enjoy doing it. How did you get to this point? Like, what was it that initially led you to start up everything with the Legends Barbell Club? And So, I have a huge passion for fitness, for working out. I feel like fitness is really important to the human life. Um, I can't be the type to, like, you know, not do an active uh, It feels bad. Activity. Like, I, I wanted to work out today, but I didn't get a chance to. So, I feel kind of, like, groggy, kind of off. You feel different, right? Yeah, I feel off. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like working out just boosts your mood, you know? It makes you feel better. Some people use it as therapy. There's a, there's a saying called iron therapy when they go to the gym because they do, they got to deal with stuff outside of, outside the gym and they come inside the gym and that's their happy place. But um, so Legend started basically, I had met a my ex-partner through Colleen's co-worker. Mm-hmm. They were dating at the time and um, him and I hit it off. We were both in the streetwear fashion. We were both into like um, working out. And uh, there was just one time we were at Korean barbecue at Ukuk. Ooh, it's a good spot. I like that good spot. Good spot. Yeah. Very good spot. And it was basically just a bunch of girls and him and I sitting in the corner. Mm-hmm. And we're just talking about what we're doing, what we want what we want to do in life and our hobbies. And so we both were like, let's just start a clothing brand. Um, we saw a gap in the fitness industry with clothing because the clothing at the time, or I would even say now, is kind of tacky. It was tacky. Um, the designs were kind of like outdated in outdated. a sense. Outdated. Like I said, tacky. (laughs) And I like coming to the gym with like a fresh outfit. Mm. Nothing where like I'm wearing Supreme or 
or Balenciaga, you know, but like I like looking good because I feel good and perform better. That's just me. People are different. Silver is talking and then he said, uh, let's just make a clothing brand. You know, it will be a combination of streetwear aesthetics and powerlifting and bodybuilding put together. It's genius. At the time, there wasn't anything like that, you know. Um, there were a few companies that were doing really well at the time, but they had their own like niche. Mm. You know, our niche is a streetwear aesthetic and powerlifting put together. You have the nice aesthetic from um, streetwear, like, you know, Supreme, Huff, uh, Balenciaga. That's a kind of luxury, but uh, fear of God. And mm-hmm. then you have like what's powerlifting all is about, you know, the grit, training hard, giving it your all. Just, so would you say like durability for the clothing is a, a factor as well? Yes. Definitely. Durability and Definitely. comfortability. Mm-hmm. I don't like wearing t-shirts that have a, a size tag on the back collar because I, I get shit. rashes. I don't like a thick t-shirt like a pro club because I can't breathe. I don't like a thin t-shirt because it feels like I'm wearing basically a tissue as a t-shirt. Um, so since he owned a clothing brand in high school before, we were able to resource our garments from his old supplier. And at the time, the t-shirts we were using, I mean, they weren't bad, but they weren't the best compared Mm. to what I have now. And so we just got like about a hundred. We got about a hundred each in one t-shirt, four different colors. Mm -hmm. And then we just had a simple name, Legends. Um, we got the, the design idea from... New York newspaper, New York Times, how their design is. We basically just copy that mm-hmm. and put on a t-shirt. And we had a huge uh, support from our gym in Irwindale. It was about like, I would say the entire gym bought our clothes, right? And that's cool. You want your friends to support you, right? That's the best thing about like a sense of community. Because mm-hmm. say, for instance, you start a business. I'm going to talk about that business. If someone is looking for a gym to go to, I'm going to recommend your business or whatever it is that you're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for, or if my friends are looking for comfortable streetwear, or with the aesthetics of streetwear, but as comfortable and heavy duty as powerlifting clothes go, then there's no one else to recommend besides you and your your, your people. Yeah, and and that's what we try to do. We try to fill in the gap of having a t-shirt with a nice, cool, mature, simple design, but also being very comfortable where you can wear it in the gym and outside the gym when you want to go out. Mm-hmm. That was our main goal. That's that's all we wanted to do. Um, so it was our, it was me and my partner for a while. We did two drops. They did pretty well. Um, outside of our friend group, like random customers buying from us, we had, we were scattered, you know, and then we thought the incentive of having athletes were sponsoring these powerlifters to help get our names out there because we sponsored people who had a big following, but also had a big impact in the powerlifting community. We're not just using them for their followers, you know, because we wanted to sponsor someone that fit the theme and the vision of legends and we're not going to just have some bikini chick who drinks fit tea be part of the team right so we brought in this one guy he actually got us a lot more uh, new customers Mm -hmm. he did really well at at one point uh, then he kind of fell off but when he fell off we already had our shoes our feet on the ground and we were running we had all these ideas that we wanted to do and nothing was stopping us but then Life happens. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that you mentioned earlier, you know. Oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. It wasn't, it yeah, wasn't the right side to cut it. Go ahead. Yeah, so we, were, we were talking earlier before yeah. the podcast. Um, life happens. And then me and my partner had a fallout. You know, it is what it is. Um, I was pretty upset about it at first. But I mean, like I said, life happens. I'm not going to 
try and make him stay if he doesn't want to stay. And so at I the time, it's because he was busy, you know, like working another job. Yeah. He had just gotten um, another uh, new girlfriend. So yeah. he was more stretched for time. Yeah. And, you know, I respect that. I can't be like, what is your problem? You're supposed to give this your all because he gave it his all. You know, I was there for support. I was the one helping out here and there. Uh, but he gave it his all. Uh, then when he, you know, got these new life achievements, he thought it was the time to move on, which mm-hmm. by all means, do do what's best for you. So when he told me that, I was upset about it. But I had a friend tell me that it was a blessing in disguise, that him leaving will finally give me full control of the company and what I want to do with it, how I want to do with it. And, you know, it's true because since my partner left, the company's skyrocketed. It's done well than it ever has before when him and I were working together on it. And you do, know, do you have any other people working alongside you right now? No, it's just me. Um, and see, like, let me um, cut you off. I'm sorry, brother, but no, you're good. this skyrocket is happening directly because of your efforts. Because yes. you live that life. Yes. And you know what it means to get these things done. Like, you're doing it, it's happening, and you're making the best of a what used to be a bad situation. And your efforts definitely do show. This is, like, what I meant when I say alchemy, but we'll touch upon that at a later time. Yeah, it basically built my work ethic to how it is now. Um, before, I was lazy, and I would procrastinate a unmotivated, lot. Unmotivated, because it wasn't your company. Yeah, and then also on top of that, I was very, I was scared. Um you talk about that. Imagine, too, yeah. yeah, managing a company by yourself. And I'm still in school. And, you know, now with the business background, like I was basically just picking shit up as I go, learning shit on the fly, which honestly, if you want to do something, if you want to learn something, YouTube and Google will be your best friend. At this point of our time, you have no reason to not learn something. Mm-hmm. It's out there for you. So it's up to you if you want to go and get it. And that's what I did. I learned how to design um Designed with uh, Adobe Illustrator. I learned how to use Photoshop. I learned how to use uh, Premiere Pro. All Adobe platforms. Were right? these uh, pretty strenuous, not strenuous, but difficult to learn? Um, when it came to Photoshop, no. I had a background of that. Um, so I had the idea of how to use Photoshop. When it came to Adobe Illustrator and actually designing um, what will go on a t-shirt, it was stressful. There's certain things that the program has to pick up on and has to do for the for it to be able to look good. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just countless YouTube hours, uh, reading articles, forums, how to be a better graphic designer. Uh, then uh, when it came to the photography aspect, I mean, I've always had a thing for pictures and cameras. I do too, man. Maybe I should, because I've always wanted to buy like a Polaroid or an actual camera. Because I do find just beauty in like still images because you've seen some of these people on like National Geographic that are able to capture like once in a lifetime shots. Yeah. And they're li- honestly once in a lifetime captured on camera. Yeah. Like I follow Nat Geo oh on Instagram. Me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and then the shots they get of these, these animals in their natural habitat is amazing. Amazing. You know, and the fact that they have that forever and it's, they can be a print, it can be on a magazine. It's, it's in their hard drive. It's, it's amazing. Like we so. wouldn't normally see this, but because one person was lucky enough to be at the right place at the right time yes. and press that clicker at the right, so, well, not second, but because, you know, they can take multiple photos all in like right. what, a few just, seconds. Yeah, but just, just to be in that setting, yeah. you know, not all of us get to be in that setting that that person is and to share with the world. That's beautiful. Yeah. And you don't see that. That's like my idea of beauty is abstract, but it's still a beautiful thing because society has taught us that beauty is X, Y and Z. Yes. You know, yes. and it's, it's nice like to have these conversations with people because it does help 
open up your minds to what else is out there. Yeah, you know, not just stick to like one consensus or mm-hmm. not just to go with the herd. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always this talk of herd mentality, especially with like COVID going on. So people were ma- wearing masks and I never understood hands. that. I, I never got to tell you, either. like not wearing a mask, not Honestly, washing your hands. I know a handful of people who are against mask wearing, but like I said before, and I'll keep saying it again, to each their own. Yeah, you, you said know, that. That's a really big thing. If wearing a mask makes you feel comfortable, by all means, go for it. But to go back to legends. Um, that was the perfect transition back because I realized that we were getting off topic. So yeah, thank you for I, that, brother. Kinda, <laughs> um, so when I when it came to photography, I just, I had, you know, I, I have a, a thing for photography and taking pictures. Um, I feel like my view of pictures and how aesthetics should be in the picture is... It comes easy, you know? Kind of like a innate talent or you just have like a, a natural talent for yeah, it. Yeah, because I mean, I used, I've been around cameras and video recorders since I was little. My dad had about like three Nikon cameras. I had a little recorder, a camcorder for skate videos. So I've always been around photography and pictures. So when it came to the pictures aspect for Legends, it just, it was a breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had to use like YouTube to learn how to, use my actual camera my nikon other than that that was basically it and now when you use a camera would you see that you're pretty comfortable using it like you're pretty familiar with yeah oh yeah oh yeah i can get that babble right now take a picture you make it look real good oh baby <laughs> and, and the thing is i used to think like oh i need a expensive like thousand dollar ten thousand dollar camera with like a five hundred dollar lens dude it, it's it's all driver mod as they say it, it's all in the person how they capture I, the I picture. I think about that too. It's not about how much you spend on the machine. It's about how you manage and use the machine. So I bought a camera from Best Buy and it's like not the lowest tier of camera, but it's it's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But I'm able to make it work. It's adequate. Yeah. It, it gets the job done a, and you know yeah. you know how to do it and make it look good. That's what matters. Yeah. That, like uh, There's that saying, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's not about the equipment. It's about the person do you, know what, do you know where I'm getting at? Yeah, I'm I do. At. I can't like, remember the exact quote. I have a lot of car friends, and mm. they always say, you can have the best mods, the best engine, the best exhaust in your car, but what comes down to it is the driver mod, mm. because the driver's in full control of the vehicle, and if you fuck up, you fuck up everything else with the domino effect. So that's what, that's how I'm trying to say, like, using the camera, it's all on your skill, and... I don't have a, a photography background, but I mean, I know what looks good on the picture and what doesn't. I know what angles look good and what doesn't. And just, you know, going through like, um, there's a lot of platforms out there that freelance artists, they post their pictures on and you get inspiration from, or you get like a, a, a compare and contrast kind of thing. Like he, this picture looks like that. Mine looks like this. What can I do to get that in the middle? You know what I mean? <laughs> so when it came to photography for legends, it was a breeze. Um, the sales part, the marketing part, that took me a while to to get up on. I'm still trying to figure stuff out in that regard. Marketing is a little difficult for me too. Sales, I haven't even touched yet. I don't need to until I establish more. <laughs> until but... you get your own merch, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. the The marketing sales part was really hard. Marketing was the worst. Um, because you can have the best product, but if you have shitty marketing, you're not going to make any sales. Mm-hmm. You can have the shittiest project. But the greatest marketing. The greatest marketing, you'll be making sales, you know, because it's all about how you sell your product. It's all about how your product is shown to the public. Mm-hmm. And it literally took me every drop I had to get to where I understand what how marketing works. 
Um, I watched TED Talks. I watched YouTube videos. I read two books on how to market properly, but it's just all um, experience. And I feel like now my marketing is, is good. It's not where it needs to be, but it's way better than before. Um, the sales part came after that because if you have good marketing, you drive sales up, right? Uh, then with good marketing and consistent marketing on Instagram, because the Legends Barber Club, I promote a lot of them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I use a platform to sell my t-shirts and ship them out. It reaches a bigger audience than I anticipated. Um, when I did my first drop as the full owner of Legends back 2020 of, I think, May or April. Mm-hmm. Um, the platform I use they show you the whole um, country, right? Over people buy where people are buying your shirts from. We're shipping to like yeah. what demographic, so the demographic, but it just showed California mm-hmm. that was highlighted. I think there was one in like Florida, and that was it, right? You fast forward it now with the marketing I've done, um, the advertising I've done, the whole country's lit up. I at least have two to three people from each state buying Legends Barbell Club t-shirts. And that's honestly a beautiful thing to see. I don't care for like the good job, the pat on the back, the high fives, you're killing it. I care to see that my inventory is moving to random people that I don't know exist. That's how you know that what you have is a quality product because people are yes. like catching up and seeing what Legends um, Barbell Club has to offer. And they can, I guess, not agree, but get behind your mission statement. Just to test the waters, if anything. You mm-hmm. know, if you don't know who Legends Barbell Club is, buy a t-shirt. See how the fabric feels. See how yeah, the follow the, feels. Uh, follow the Instagram follow page. Follow the Instagram page. Uh, TikTok, yeah. if you got one. I don't have one. It's time. TikTok is huge. It's time consuming. Yeah, yeah. I know friends will use it and make good views with it, but... Um, I'm sticking with Instagram. That's my bread and butter. For now. I mean, for I would now. do want to recommend that in the future you do get someone to handle social media because we don't, I don't have a knack for it at all. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I'm, you I'm have foreign to, be to like it. a social butterfly. You have to know what trends are in and how to algorithm yourself and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in due time, I will get a social media consultant and I'll, I'll talk through like what I need to do for Legends. But as of right now, Legends is, I would say, doing pretty well for itself. Um, I surprised with how good it's doing last year you know i I think it was this one drop i had back in uh i want to say august to where the people were just giving me fucking feedback left and right Mm -hmm. you know and and like i said before i don't care for like a high five or congratulations but like the amount of people telling me that i was killing it it felt good you know because behind every drop behind every design it's me being up 24 hours. It's me taking Adderall. It's me trying to stay awake and be alert and try to live my life outside of it mm-hmm. just to put all this stuff out for other people, you know, and it shows. And that's why, like, if it feels good, it's, it's, it's satisfying. I do got to tell you, CJ, I'm proud of you, buddy. But if you're Thank telling you. me that you got to do stuff like that just to keep everything running the way that they're running... It's not sustainable in the long run, you know? It's not. And not for like the next why, couple of years where you're like staying up and yeah, you're taking care of your body, but how about your mind? Like, are you able to sleep well? Like things well, of the sort, you know? You asked CJ in 2020, shit was going downhill. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best time to be in for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that I was, you know, pulling all nighters like at least three times a week, mm-hmm. I was taking Adderall to help me study for school and to get legends done. Um, 
my mind was not the best. Um, you know, like the pandemic hit hard. My mom had gotten COVID beginning of March. So like on top of that, it's just the way it was on my shoulders. But, you know, I, I say now I'm not like that. Things have gotten better. I'm in a better place now. Um, I don't have to use Adderall to stay awake. Thank the Lord. Um, so yeah, 2020 CJ and everything that I was doing to get to where I am now, like it was a shit show, but you know, you set it, yourself it was, up for success yeah, with all of those, done. um, sleepless nights and mm-hmm. you're hustling, you hustle before so that now you can take a, I want to say a backseat not, not, not break, not but, break, but you know, I'm in, I, I'm in this position to where I can work on legends and then also do my day job. And also, you know, go to school in the fall and have a girlfriend and live my life. I don't need anything else to help me, like, to keep me stimulated, keep me awake, you know? Um, and that's something that's also very admirable because if you think about what you're doing, you have a girlfriend, you have school, you have work, and you have your passion. That's four things on your plate. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy for someone just to go out and do that. It shows you that you have this, like, I guess you could say energy in you that's driving you forward because some people would crack under the pressure i cracked multiple times you know i'm not someone who's like oh i can do this i can do four things all at once and handle it and, and just act like fine. you're completely yeah. fine that's a facade that's um yeah. that's that's not real it's not realistic yeah it's definitely not realistic i cracked many times there were times where i broke down crying because i, I felt like i was just stuck in life i felt like legends was going nowhere i was where i wanted to be people were disappointed in me but you know what when you start focusing on yourself and you take things one by one, you start to feel better. You start to feel like you are accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was able to do at the end of 2020. Can you where, elaborate on that more? Because you said uh, take it one thing at a time. Yeah. So like with school, right? Mm-hmm. Like I just got the counts to LA and I was at a community college and there's always that like stigma community college, especially mm-hmm. like someone our age. Mm-hmm. So that was, I had that pressure for my family and, you know, friends uh, then even just having a clothing line in the fitness industry, there's a lot of clothing lines in the fitness industry. I so picked many up some clothing them, you know? or some items from yeah. these different like um, brands, and they're not. Yeah, that great. so you know, I, I I would feed myself the negative thoughts where it's like you're just another clothing brand. What's so special about you? I've even had my sister tell me like, what's special about your clothing brand? And when you don't have the answer, Sheesh, God. When, you, when you don't have, well, you know, she did it out of tough love. When you don't mm-hmm. have the answer, you're kind of just like, shit, what you're right. separates She's me from right. everybody else, right? But, you know, when I looked into Legends and I actually like sat down and think about it, I was like, dude, Legends is different from everybody else at the time. Legends is something to where it's a belief system and it's also a t-shirt with a cool design and people like it. So, like, you say it's a belief system. I actually want to hear a little bit more about that, too, because, yeah, we understand the general idea behind it, like, believing in yourself. But mm-hmm. I want to hear, like, what your thoughts are. So, the mantra of legends is to be the hardest worker in the room. And that's how powerlifting is, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many different powerlifting athletes out there that everyone's the same. But if you outwork the person that you're in the same room with, you're better than that person. And that's what legends is. It's about working hard, getting your stuff done, but also being humble about it. Um, you know, a lot of the motivation that is in Legends now came from Barber Brigade. Mm-hmm. Their uh, their slogan is "Dominate humbly," and I completely run with that hundred percent. When you put that into perspective, I just got fucking chills to dominate. Yo, me too. Yeah, to but to do so humbly. humbly. I've met so many people who you know act like this shit don't stink, 
and I get it. You're strong or you have, you accomplish these life goals, but they act like they're tough shit. They act like the shit don't stink. And that's just a, uh, I want to say gross character trait. Cause it yeah, is. you, of course you are where you are now because of your own hard work, but you can't come at me telling me that you didn't have your, your struggling days and exactly. your hard times and that you didn't break down crying or have a, just a hard time overall. Exactly. You can't put on that facade. That's, that's fake. That's not realistic. It's like a Instagram or like a social media front that we put on. It's off the show. Yeah. You know, I feel like those kind of people are, they're kind of just some people I don't want to be around because. If you're like that as a person, then you probably have a lot of different character flaws that I will not agree with. You know what I mean? And you are the sum of your friends. So if you're hanging around some of these people with um, these demons these that egos. they're still fighting with large egos and things of the sort, it's going to make you feel some type of way where you may become egotistical yourself mm-hmm. just to like make up for like the lack of... I guess ego. It's hard to explain. I don't think I explained it that well, but you were on there. You were on yeah, I was. I was on the right you track. Shoot. <laughs> so yeah, with the whole legends thing and, and Barbara Brigade, it you know dominate humbly. Like I completely agree with that. Um, and that's the belief. That's one of the beliefs in in, in Legends Barbara Club is just to be the hardest worker in the room and to make sure you just keep your head down and keep doing what you gotta do because there's always someone better than you. But if you're better than yourself than you were yesterday, then that's all that really matters. And that's why some people forget, you know, like, yeah, there's they a lot get of caught up. They get caught up in like their, I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. But as long as you bettered yourself than you were yesterday or last week, that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can, it can vary in whatever you need it to vary in. But if you're better than you were yesterday, then hey, dude, props to you. And that's the thing. Like, we're all growing. We're all evolving as time goes along, mm-hmm. you know. Um, some of us, myself included, can get caught in that trap of social media or kind of just wasting time everyone can you know it's yeah. no, i think it's normal because we're so engulfed in social media now to where you see someone else on instagram flexing their stuff or flying what they have and you, you don't have it and you're kind of like well, what am i doing or like no what's what's wrong like what why don't i have this and people get caught up in that that's I mean, why it makes you feel bad you know yeah, like, it makes you feel like you're not doing enough to better your own life or to achieve the things that you want to achieve in your own lifetime yeah and it's normal to feel that way you know don't feel like you're you're there's something wrong with you for feeling like you're missing out everyone's different everyone has different uh lives everyone went through different things so you can't compare and that's the one thing that i've i've learned that you just can't compare yourself to other people nothing ever good comes out of it yeah doing so will make you feel bad and that's like some of the stigma that comes from social media yeah the fact that your life and this other person's life who you're comparing yourself to You've had very different different perspectives and experiences. Mm -hmm. So to be where they are, you would have to go through exactly what they went through. And that's that's not possible. We're all unique individuals. You only have one life. Exactly. Just stick with what you were given and just run with it. Mm -hmm. Make make do with it. Just stop comparing. And that's the one thing that I see is the issue with a lot of people, including myself. I was just comparing myself. I was unhappy with myself. And when you do stuff like that, it doesn't end in a very good. It's just like a snowball effect because if you start to compare yourself and you realize you're not where you want to be or you're not where this other person is, then you start to think, oh, like, what, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Is there yeah. something else that I can do to improve? What if I can't do it? And that's the thing about having goals in your lifetime. You know, you're going to have long-term goals. You're going to have like monthly goals and then you're going to have daily or weekly goals, mm-hmm. you know, and when you make goals, these, yeah, when goals. you make these goals like attainable, I feel like there is something 
chemical in your brain that releases what not endorphins but just that feel-good chemicals and dopamine dopamine serotonin. serotonin i'm not too sure which one i'm not talking about but yeah it just releases that feel-good chemical because you set a goal for yourself and you achieve that goal yeah a realistic goal and that you achieved and that's one goal checked off the list now go for the next one yeah like you can't you can't say that you want to run a, a marathon and not run or not train for it it's not yeah, realistic exactly it's like with in powerlifting like you want to compete, right? But you don't want to like think you're gonna make it to the fucking elite status on your first competition. Hell no. It doesn't work like that unless you're some genetic freak. Then that's that's one in a million chances. You know what I mean? And and that's what I was just going through with uh with legends. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said before, like I was just another clothing brand. But once I actually was able to get behind my own brand and and tell myself that this is gonna work, it was it was. It was a breeze from there. You know, there's still hiccups that I encounter and, and there's still things that I run through my head, but nothing like before. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. I like that because as opposed to like focusing on the negativity of what was going through your mind at the time, mm-hmm. you instead chose to use that energy for something that would instead improve yourself and the business and yeah. your overall just happiness or your overall mood. Because, dude, if the owner of a brand isn't behind his own company, then why would someone else be behind your company? Why would they? I had that happen to a friend recently too, where he was um, working at a pretty prestigious restaurant in uh, Beverly Hills, but the owner of the company and I suppose his manager wasn't even really in it. You know, they're just there. They were just there. Yeah. He would always ask his manager questions and just things of the sort and not get any reply back. Where yeah. my friend could have very easily taken over as head chef. I'm not too sure how the hierarchy works mm-hmm. at a restaurant, but he could have very easily taken over the menu, started making changes for himself. But like you mentioned, if the owner behind the company or the business isn't in it 100%, then why would you give your all to make someone else's business prosper? Yeah, exactly. When you can do that for your own business, for your own self, for your own family. And that lack of effort from the owners, it shows in the company one way or another. And I don't know why someone would back a company like that. So that's why once I was able to get to gain confidence with legends mm-hmm. and to actually envision that it's a long term thing and it'll do really well, I was it made it made legends easier. It made owning a company easier. It made the marketing, the designing, instead of having to worry about what design will look good or if it people will even buy it. I was just like, you know, what? I'm gonna make this and if people don't like it, I like this. It, dude. I like <laughs> this it. is for me. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. I like it. If you don't like it, suck a dick. I don't care. Um, and once I just had that, like, I don't give a fuck mentality anymore. Like, it kind of just helped me manage the company. Um, and once I applied it to like other aspects of my life, it just Ooh. made things a lot more easier. So the way I thought about that when you mentioned like not giving a fuck, I don't think that's the best way to put it. But you stopped caring so much what other people thought about exactly your brands. You decided to instead put out what you liked because this is your yes. company. This is the embodiment of everything that you are and that you want to be. Yeah, dude. Because I mean, I've gotten in, um, Instagram direct messages from people saying like, your company ain't shit. It's ugly as fuck. Your company uh, look at all these troll haters with no lives. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, but it's, that's how I feel. Like, it, it's always like counts with like zero followers, zero pro- yeah, like, yeah. No profile picture. Yeah, It's like, why you got to throw shade? Is it because you're not where you want to be or because you're not comfortable enough to make these steps yourself? That's mm-hmm. one thing I always think about too. So you got to take these comments with a grain of salt, as you know. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, before I used to be like, oh, my God, this this random person I don't know is so right. Like, this company really ain't shit. But now, dude, I don't even read the messages. I don't even care for the messages. If, if anything, it's cool seeing them because 
this is another person on my Instagram page getting me the the interaction, mm-hmm. getting me the exposure. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, don't, they don't even yep. know. It. They don't even know. It. If anything, I'm benefiting off of them than they are. And that's the thing. I heard about that in a rough song where like you can hate me all you want. I'm still gonna be like me. I'm still gonna do what I gotta do, and I'm still gonna make money off of this entire yeah. not money, but you know the fame, the exposure. Like bad press is still press. It's still press. Yeah, exactly. you can still take it that way. You know, like even if you hate me for what I'm doing because you're not comfortable or you may not be in a similar position. Like as opposed to spending that like 30 seconds to send me a hateful message, how about you spend 30 seconds on yourself? Yeah, to figure and out reevaluate yourself. what you're doing in the moment instead of sending me hate messages. And uh, we actually had a conversation or like a brief um, interaction over Instagram where you were talking about some of your inspiration or your inspiration coming from Arnold Schwarzenegger. I tried yes. really hard to say that correctly. So you, you know. said it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, the... Would you be able to, or would you be willing to elaborate a bit more on like what he taught you and some of the stuff that you do take away and some of the stuff that you would not take away <laughs> right yeah so a brief little background um i like to work out i like to do bodybuilding workouts and powerlifting workouts i want to thank my dad for getting me into this because he was the one who was always working out in the backyard mm-hmm. he had his own gym he would work out he's the one who put me onto who arnold schwarzenegger was before he was a determinator mm-hmm. and uh, once i saw arnold's physique I was just a kid with big eyes in the candy store. I was like, I want to be like that. And so I didn't do a lot of research like a lot of people do on someone they look up to. I just knew that Arnold was a badass because the dude was jacked. He was winning contests left and right. Everyone wanted to be like Arnold. So I wanted to be the same way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until um, I watched the documentary Pumping Iron on Netflix. Oh my god. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. And um I was able to get more of an understanding about who Arnold was. He was an immigrant who came to the US because the deal was jacked and he had more opportunities. And he basically came to the States and just leveled out the playing field. His physique was just five times better than anybody else in the States. He was winning comps left and right. Mr. Olympia, how many years? I'm not too sure on I, that. I'm not, I'm not too sure either, but it was more than once. It was more than once, and he was holding the title back-to-back mm-hmm. for a while. And um, I had this idea that Arnold was in the gym training hard as hell. The dude was just grinding out his whole workout, taking it serious. But there was something about watching Pumping Iron that made me realize that Arnold, he knew what he had. He knew that he was better than everybody else not in a sense where, like mentally but he knew his physique could be anybody else anybody else's physique yeah so he was smart enough to capitalize upon what he had his uh and i guess god-given talent or his innate talent his good genetics there you go you that's know it. i would say he was able to captivate on that and that's what separated him from everybody else um his work ethic was just the same if not better but he was never the type to be like i'm arnold I am better than you, your physique and shit. He was even willing to help out his competitors train with him. He was willing to help them get better for themselves. And I never saw that from anybody else. I always saw if you're the main guy that everyone looks up to, you're better than everybody else and you don't care to be better than than yourself or lower. If that makes sense, you know? And you see that with Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan taught, or not taught, but Kobe picked up a lot of things that Michael Jordan was doing in his prime. And with Arnold, he was doing the same thing for his his followers, 
his competitors. The dude wasn't just like, it's all about me. He was saying, I'm going to help you grow. I'm going to help you win if you just put the time with me. And that's why I picked up on when I started working out. It wasn't just about me. For the most part, it was. But if someone in the gym was struggling with something else that I could help that I have knowledge on, I'll help the person out. And it shows a lot more today because I'm a personal trainer. So I didn't go through the whole NASM certification thing, literally. The work and time that I put into working out into my body just sold itself. I don't want that to sound cocky or anything, but it, it got me the job that I'm doing right now. And as funny as it is, I don't have a kinesiology background, but I know a lot more about lifting weights, working out, exercise science than I should. And with that knowledge, I don't keep it to myself. I give it to whoever needs help, whoever wants questions to be answered, whoever needs help with a workout or whatever the hell it is with fitness, I try to be as much as I can. Is, is this knowledge that you picked up of your own free will because you had a genuine interest in it? Yeah. And, you know, it came with experience, but I also wanted to learn more. So I started reading articles, um, studies, forums, so that I can back my knowledge. I wasn't some just some gym bro talking about what works for me should work for them. I was trying to learn different statistics different studies to be able to understand different body types exactly to be able to understand that not everyone's built like arnold or built like a genetic freak everyone has their differences and anyone can be better than they were anyone can make progress anyone can get buff they can lose weight anyone can if they just know the right knowledge and they just put their mind into it and so that's what that's why i grabbed from arnold was that he wasn't even though he was Mr. Top Shot, he wasn't just all about himself. He was willing to help people out and help them get better. He wasn't bad-mouthing other people and like making them feel better. No, he wasn't. But, this, but at the same time, he knew what he had and he wasn't ever insecure. Or at least I wouldn't know because I don't know him personally. But he didn't show that he was insecure. He didn't think that he would lose. He always saw himself as a winner whenever it came to competing because he had that competitive mindset. And that's what I put into Legends and that's what transpired into me. And that's a beautiful thing, man, you know, because no one put this in front of you. No one, like, forced you to do what you've done up until this point. You know, it was all hard earns, hard work. It was all you, man, like your tenacity, your willpower and your willingness to take what it is that you want. And you knew exactly what you wanted. Yeah. And I just... What what fueled it was I was just a skinny little boy my whole life. I remember talking to you about that a long time ago. I think when we first met, I remember like a few of the initial interactions. We talked about that skinny Filipino person. Yeah, skinny little like 132 pounds of just bones. Mm -hmm. And I was really insecure about that. Uh, Then I knew that working out will help put muscle and will help you feel better mentally. And that's when I just started going for it. And I mean, I devoted a lot of time to working out, um, but I don't regret it. You know, it, it it got me to where I am now. And what I have now helps me, you know, financially, making connections, networking, having a company. It helps other people, too, that you come across. It does, because I didn't know that. Because, if dude, to me, I'm just another guy on Instagram, in, in life, in the streets. But, like, I didn't know that whenever I post on Instagram, someone finds it inspirational or they find it as motivation. Mm-hmm. And now that I know that, I try to do what I can to help these other people out. That's why I coach people. I write programs for people. I just try to help them out whatever I can because I know how it feels to feel like no one else is there to help you out 
So if I can be there for you and I can give you some some kind of guidance, then I'll do it. So long as the person that you're talking to is willing to like take in that knowledge and take in that Definitely. wisdom. Because there's been times where like I myself will like be talking to a certain person and I'll tell them X, Y, or Z and see them doing the exact same thing they did to get into that exact same mess. So it's kind of like, oh, so my words fell upon deaf ears or what's, what's the situation? Or you there? just feel like you know more than me? Because same thing here. Like I've had people hit me up for workout tips, for coaching tips, and I'll give them, I, and I, I take time out of my day to respond to someone that I don't know and I'll give them advice. But then I'll see them doing the same shit that they've been doing the whole entire time and they still question why they're not making progress or why they're always injured. You know, if you're going to ask someone for help, give them your full attention and listen to what they say. Don't just ask them for advice and think you know it all. Like, that's the most frustrating part about it. This is actually what me and Nick talk about, how you think that you're paying attention. But even though your body's there, your mind may be elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's just being tentative in a conversation. Mm. You know, like whenever I feel like we're going off topic here, but whenever I feel like someone's not paying attention to the conversation entirely, I just stop talking and I just move on. Because what's the point? There's no point in, in trying to carry that conversation if person B isn't like reciprocating it or even like acknowledging it. At you that know? point, you're wasting your own time. Yeah. Your own and efforts and energy into someone that isn't willing to give you the same back. Yeah, exactly. So like, I know a few guys who asked me for advice and they asked me how to get big, how to get strong, how to get shredded. And they've asked me two or three times before and I give them the same answer. And when they hit me up now, like I just tell them like, if you just do what I told you in the beginning, you'd probably be making progress. I don't tell them this part, but like if they were to listen to me, they'd probably make progress, but they choose not to. And that's on them. I'm not going to fucking, you know, they came to me at the, at the end of it. So I'm not going to like try and have them understand what I'm trying to say is, is, is true or what works. If you don't want to listen, then you don't want to listen. I'm not going to force you to. Is there anything that you can do there to make it so that for the general public, um, there is something that they can do? Maybe like watch a video or like read up on some of the stuff inside your head. Have you thought about like maybe putting some of this information out there for the general public to read or to view? You know, I, I have. Um, I've thought about putting out like my day-to-day workout routine, my day-to-day uh, stretching mobility program. Um, but there's so much information out there already that anyone can just go on YouTube and just look up how to stretch or look up how to bench press, look up how to train arms. Um, I'll just be another person telling you what to do. But the difference is that you know me and you can either listen to what I'm saying or you, you don't have to. That's really up to the person. But um, there's so much informational stuff out there that they can do it themselves. And it's it's not just to like get it from me. You know, because there's no difference between me and someone else on YouTube. I'll probably tell you the exact same thing what they told you, but just in person. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, since they know me, I they can ha- they have some kind of trust that it actually works. Because if I'm doing it, then it has to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to give someone bullshit. Unless... You're not going to take around someone and like tell them misinformation because... Why would you yeah. want to waste someone else's time? Yeah. You know, like you, you know, treat people the way that you want to be treated. And, yeah. you know, you're going to do what you can to help other people. And you hope that people would do the same back for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll troll people if, like, I know them like that. Mm-hmm. But I'll always, <laughs> I'll still give you information that you need that you came for. You know, and, that, and that's what it's all about. So, like, yeah, when I found out about Arnold Schwarzenegger and him bodybuilding and him looking as a god as he is, 
that that just inspired me and I continue to work for it and I'm somewhat there. I'm not where he is, but I think my body speaks for itself. And that's the thing about it. Like each year that passes by each month, you do see yourself making incremental changes, like leaps forward. So yeah. the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, exactly. And you know, not every year is you can see progress. Mm-hmm. One year I was injured. Um, I didn't see any progress in strength or, or physique, but I mean, there was progress in knowledge. I know not to do what I did to get injured. You know, I know. What was it? What, what was it that you did to injure yourself? What happened there? Um, lack of rest. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sleeping much. Uh, lack of water consumption. Barely drank water. And just overloading the training. I was doing a meat prep at that time and I hurt my back pretty bad doing mm-hmm. deadlifts. So um, I just had this nagging pain on my QL and sciatica where like I just did not want to deadlift. But since I was competing, I kind of had to. So the great thing is I had a coach that was really knowledgeable in powerlifting and mobility. So he helped me get through it and I was able to compete still with somewhat of a healthy back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just all about passing on knowledge and just paying it forward. Most of the people that I coach or train i don't ask him to pay me or anything my coach didn't ask me to pay him he was like i'm just paying it forward and i took that and i'm doing the same thing you know i'm not going to be like these money hungry influencers on instagram saying buy my booty plan workout or buy my bench press workout and you'll oh get the guns i get. actually do that they do huh yeah they actually do i mean that. i'm not gonna knock the hustle but for the people that do buy into it i mean i hope you're seeing results i hope you're getting your money i hope so i hope so too you know I hope so too. But if you're not, then you know you better get your priorities straight. Yeah, you got to make sure you spend your money like, right because you're spending your time to make money, and if your money's going towards things that don't provide you some kind of investment, and not just yourself but other people, I don't really see a point to it. To yeah, with. yeah, I don't either. And that's why, like, you just got to make sure what you're getting into is credible. Mm-hmm. It's it's actual like information that will benefit you. It's not just some recycled bullshit program put together just to make a quick money off of you mm. you know so yeah i mean words of wisdom from cj at yeah. legends barbell club um so unfortunately that's all the time that we have for today uh i want to sincerely thank you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule just to make it out here and talk to all of us no, dude, thank you for having me. I mean, I haven't seen you in about two, three years, so it's just catching up with old friend. Yeah, and after this, we're going to go pick up some seltzers, you know, have a good time and yes, bonfire, sir. but just catch good vibes together, man, because there's a lot more catching up to do. Definitely. Not enough time for for one podcast. Mm-hmm. So thank you for having me. It You're was welcome. a pleasure. Would you happen to have any closing remarks by chance? Um, Nothing too cliche, you know. Um, I would just tell the listeners... Just be true to yourself and be you and uh, good things will come and uh, don't compare yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. I don't think that gets anywhere in life. So yeah, other than that, it's pretty much it, bro. Beautiful. Words of wisdom from CJ at Legends Barbell Club. Um, This was another successful episode of Run Presents the Beacon. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, buddy. Thank bro. Yeah. It was great having you all joining us here today. So until next time, my dear friends, take care. Peace out. Peace.